Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome, everybody, to The Psychologists Are In. I am Maggie Lawson. And I'm her podcast partner in crime, Timothy Elmitson. And this week, we are talking about Season 5, Episode 8. I can't believe how fast this is going. Sean 2.0 with a super amazing, wonderful, exciting surprise guest from the episode. You may know him as Declan's live-in singer, or you may know him as the lead singer of the band Tears for Fears. That's right. This week, we are speaking to the legend himself, Mr. Kurt Smith. I know we say this after every single episode with an amazing guest, but I think this one might be one of my favorites ever. I'm saying that because I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings, but I love this episode so much. After arriving in Toronto at 4 a.m. this morning, it was like, ugh. But oh anyway. Really? This morning? Yeah. 4 a.m.? Being a rock star last night. So, uh, yeah. so, Kurt, I have to tell you this. I did this interview today. I told her that we were having, she that I had, that we were doing a podcast today and that Kurt Smith was on. And she's like, oh, I just saw his concert. She interviewed you for Vulture, I guess, a while ago. But she just saw your concert at Madison Square Garden. Oh, yeah. Yes, it went well, I'm told. Everyone yeah. seemed to love it. Huge. I had the huge- I had the hugest guest list known to man because, of course, both Diva and Wilder, the kids, are both living in New York. So the I think Diva's list was 30 people. We had 80 guests. It was ridiculous. You had 80 guests? Yeah. Of course you did. Of course you did. And all our friends. It was fascinating because all our friends, you know, because we lived in New York. Me and Francis met in New York and we lived there for 10 years. And most of a lot of our friends who we knew in New York still live there. But it was all of us who were friends in our 20s in New York with all of our kids. Because oh. all of their kids were there too. How special. And what a triumphant return playing Madison Square Gardens. For I mean, like when she said that, I was like, oh, how, this is magic. Yeah, we never played Madison Square Garden in all these years. We, we ever- played like... No, we played like Radio City for five nights. We played in New Jersey at Meadowlands, in Queens at the big tennis stadium at Jones Beach, but never Madison Square Garden. Well, that's off the bucket list. I actually yeah. can't believe that, but I also, I know. that makes it even that much more magical. Yeah, no, so it, was, it was a good night. I'm so glad. Toronto's the next stop. Yeah, we play tomorrow night in Toronto, which will be a big show, big outdoor show. And yeah, we're in Canada for a few days. Okay, cool. I can't and then we make smiling. and then we make our way to the west coast and I will eventually be playing in Vancouver where we all met. Ah, uh, I'm sure fancy out Vancouver 24th of July. 24 Oh, interesting. That's very close to Mr. Tomominson's birthday. 
And then we should be just a couple weeks before Ms. Margaret Cassie Lawson's birthday. Are you coming down the coast? Yeah, we'll be at the Hollywood Bowl, August 2nd. What? Yeah. How did I not know this? I don't Tim, know. Did you know Because you're, you're a fake fan, Meg. I'm a fake fan. I'm a fake fan. <laughs> and I know you're also playing Palm Springs. Yes, exactly. I was hesitant to hit you up for uh, bowl tickets because I know you're you're gonna have a hundred. If eighty in New York was was got crazy, then L.A. when your thousands of friends in L.A. are all gonna want tickets. So I was, we, Alice and I were thinking of hitting uh, the Palm Springs show instead. Yeah, I mean you are welcome to whichever oh. one you want to come to. You know that I have to go to the Hollywood Bowl because that first off, mm-hmm. just the venue, the magic. I gotta, I gotta. Yeah. I mean, maybe a, Palm Springs too. I don't know. <laughs> maybe both. It's, it's actually Hollywood Bowl is another venue we've never played. Oh my god! Love it it's right now. Such a special yeah. space, man. Yeah. No, I've been to see shows there. It's fantastic, and of course, has the added benefit of being the nearest venue to my house. Yes. Yes. You're a beautiful. Uh, Right, Meg. I guess we're going to the. I guess we're going to the bull show. We're going to the bull show, <laughs> Tim. We're going to the bull show, and I, I have a strong feeling uh, a lot of psych fans will also be at that show. I, I get the feeling you. Yeah, I mean, but mind you, psych fans seem to be all over. You know? They do, but they also know we're. They also know the family affair that seeing tears for fears is. So yeah. I, I have a strong feeling they'll be going to probably multiple shows actually. But ah. Uh, I can't stop smiling, seeing your face, and we're so happy you're here. So much so that we were like, we can talk about the episode some, but we just want to hang out with you and talk to you and hear <laughs> all the... I mean, look, we know a lot of uh, how how psych happened and came to you, but I I we I want to we want to hear all the all the good details of like it was like we're like let's do Kurt's origin story. The oh, origin story. How he got. This. I mean, I've already said how great Kurt looks. I can't skip the skip the beat of saying, Maggie, you look amazing today. Hey, thank you, Tim. So you do both, you. You know the you pineapple. Both look st- wonderful. <laughs> Thanks. You know the pineapple sternbush is my favorite. I know that's what I put it on today. Our so that's our merch for our podcast, and when the way it's always framed, it's just this little uh. like sprig of pineapple uh leaves and it's exactly his like stern bush so i i, I we like this it's <laughs> <laughs> actually green in real life but only on St. Patrick's day uh yes <laughs> exactly but tim you look fantastic thanks maggie i uh right got a little beard yeah. this did, did you oil the I just uh, for Father's Day I got I got some new mustache wax from from lily this for father's day this year oh. so i just popped it in love it so I got a little extra sound for you. Thank you. That's gorgeous. And Kurt Smith, obviously, you always look you always look fantastic. We we spend the first few minutes usually of each podcast just talking about how great we all, we all look. Yeah. <laughs> so, how fabulous, fabulous we all are. So so just you know, to soak it in and uh <laughs> and you know it's true. <laughs> for a man who just had a birthday, and I know what decade you're in. I don't know how you look this gosh darn good, man. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm an angry. old man. I'm an old man mm-hmm. now. Well, you yeah. sure wouldn't know it to look at you. No. Um, well, now, well, now I have to wear glasses to see you, you know, because we're in small boxes. So. I have That's to wear glasses only, to see difference. you all, too. Yeah, it's the only difference, really. I mean, when I'm yeah, reading or anything small. Mm-hmm. I'm a, I'm a, this person, I'm a, I'm like the men, the menu person now in the restaurant. So like a oh, lot yeah, of squint. times, 
Yeah. Oh my God. It's one of these. I hate oh, it. Yeah. I Why not? With the, the iPhone light. Oh, I, and I won't do it. I won't do it. So half the time, I just don't know what I'm ordering. I'm, like, <laughs> I'm too embarrassed. I'm too embarrassed to turn on the cell phone light. And I'm too embarrassed also to, to pull this move. And a lot of times, I'm too embarrassed to grab the candle or the light to, you know, just bring it closer. I just won't do it. I'll be like, I'll have that. And then it's a surprise. As <laughs> I do. Well, because I'm because I, that because I'm in the hotel room and I have my glasses because I read. Obviously, but when I go out, I don't take them with me because I just don't think about it. Right. Um, so last week in New York, we went to dinner with the kids, and um, I just had Diva read me the menu. <laughs> 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 I was like, "You tell me what's on there," because we were at the. Here's they, here's the move I've started using. Because I now have to carry two sets of glasses with me because I got my my distance and like walking glasses and my my reading glasses. So I will now, um, if I know where I'm going, I'll check out the menu on online. So I'll, yeah. I'll read the menu online. Oh, that's good. With glasses, so that kind of going. They they did actually tell me that as well because we were because I flew into New York um, for Father's Day, so I spent Father's Day with my kid, which was wonderful. Oh. Before how the first shows happened. And they said, just go, just look at it online because you can zoom in on it, you know, and just get your phone out and look at the menu online. See, there's another thing you can do. Right? Oh, that's a good idea. I prep, yeah. I prep my dinner by looking at home for the menu. Yeah. It's very fun because, well, I have to ask questions anyway because I can't have gluten. So I think a lot of times it's also just like, it's easier for me to just point to something and be like, is this gluten-free? And they're like, oh, the chicken. And I'm like, oh, that's the chicken. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you know, but do you Diva is also gluten free, so she. Uh, uh, it's not that she can't have it; that's it's a choice with her. Yeah. Um, but um, but you you can do what she does, which is what are your gluten free options? Oh, and then, you know, then they will read them out to you, and I don't even have to look at the menu. No. Huh. Oh my you god! This my head just exploded a little bit, huh? We were solving so many menu problems. So we've got the um, check out the menu online before you go and just simply yeah. ask the question of what do you and let it be read to you. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. This is a game changer. Thank it's you. So much. Already. Thank you, Wilder. Wait, Wilder. Or was it Diva? It was Diva. 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 This is really good news. Um, <laughs> Sorry, would you be the daughters just graduated college? Diva just graduated NYU. Yeah. Congratulations. So we, were, we, we were back for that. Um, we were there for the big Yankee Stadium graduation and the Tish one at uh, Radio City. And then Wilder has one more year. She's in Ohio, which is a bit more difficult to get to, i got to say. Kenyon Where? College. Kenyon. It's a little liberal arts college. It's like about an hour outside of Columbus, Ohio. Oh, Fantastic college. Amazing college. Yeah. Um, I know so, it was uh, just from growing up in Kentucky. Was yeah. So it's, uh, yeah, Kentucky's not that far away. Mm. Um, and of course, so Alice is an Akron, Ohio girl, so we know it well. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, she, yeah, she loves it. She loves it there. I mean, it, it, we were looking for a great small college that had a wonderful art department because she's an artist. Um, but there was also ac- academic and also academically good. And Kenyon, Kenyon was the 34th out of 35 colleges I taught. I remember that too. You <laughs> oh my God, how funny. <laughs> but it was on the list. It was on the, it was on, actually, it wasn't on the list. That's the weirdest thing. What was on the list was Oberlin and, oh, you, know, yeah. you know, Ohio. Um, yeah. And Oberlin, and we thought, well, while we're in Oberlin, we may as well go to Kenya because yeah. it's, a, you know, an hour and a half drive away. And so we did. And literally, Wilder walked in, went, this is it, you know. Oh, that's great. Um, 
Love that. So, well, first we should ask Kurt a very important question. I feel very like important. Do you want to ask him or do you want me to? I, I feel you should ask him. Should I ask him? Okay. Yes. Um, Kurt Smith, I can't stop smiling. Um, <laughs> so happy to have you. Um, Kurt, are you ready to podcast the shit out of it with us? Oh, I'm so ready to podcast the shit out with you. But then, you know, after arriving into town at four o'clock in the morning, because he's a gosh darn, honest to God, legitimate rock star and was out playing huge arenas all the last couple of us. I was playing in, yeah, it was playing in in, in the unpronounceable places in the north of Newton. But actually, I can pronounce it. Canandaigua, I believe it was, all the way upstate New York. So then we had to drive across the border to come into Toronto, which meant we got here at 4 a.m. Yeah. And well, he's taking a, a break to come spend an hour with us talking about how much we love you, Kurt Smith, and the joy well, that is our letter to psych. Well, this is, you know, this is far more of a joy than sitting in a hotel room on my own twiddling my thumbs, that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you still need your rest, and we uh, we appreciate you working all of this out just to, to, to chat with us because we first... So this episode we're actually gonna i think break it up into two because there's there's just no like i don't want to spend a ton of time on this like the synopsis or whatever when we have hurt here to like talk about uh all of those stories as well but i did rewatch the episode it's 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 so it's so random how you show up. well you know. this morning, it was you're so you're so funny in this but i'm gonna get to that in one Second, but um, yeah. Maggie, do you want to begin? Yes, um, yeah, you are so it's such a fun, like it was laugh out loud. There was a lot of laugh out loud for me in this episode, Same. which I mean, all I remember in this episode was uh, I remember Nestor, and then of course, yeah. I remember you being in it, but then rewatching it again this morning because it's a psych rewatch podcast, by the way, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, that's what we're making, apologists are in, yeah, yeah, it was just so uh, yeah, but um, it was delightful to see you. And um, Maggie, do you want to how would you like to go? Well, yeah. okay, I like. I mean, obviously, we were all fans. Obviously, I know uh, Rodé Rodriguez was like on a mission. And so I want to hear kind of like how psych, how we got you. How did we get Chris um, Smith to come to Psych? Yeah. Well, James doesn't take no for an answer easily, does he? Right. <laughs> um, no, it was actually at the Welton Theater <clears throat> in Los Angeles. And we played a show there. And uh, I don't know how. But he managed to get backstage and into actually, my dressing. Actually, do know uh, that. Actually, awesome. you do know how. It was actually through a friend of yours, right? Wasn't it? Wasn't it through? Um, was it a friend of Allison's? So, no, we no. Friend, our friend Laurel. We have a mutual friend, Laurel. Laurel called us. Was was a great friend of Kurt's and called us. One called Allison and said, "Hey, do you want to go see Kurt yeah. Pearson?" And we're like, "Yes, we do." So we get, we go to the Wiltern show. I was and there. I, think I um and I um very braggingly um I think text James and or you and said um hey guess who we're gonna go see we're guess who we're seeing tonight we're seeing Tears for Fears at, at um the Wiltern and James when he replied so are we and James was like if for God's sake you get backstage please tell him about us so we did get back we get to the general backstage yeah. area and, but the dressing rooms of the Wiltern are uh, up this uh staircase this like huge yeah. staircase it's like this gauntlet to get up to the top floor to where the dressing rooms are. And we see, um, as we're standing back there, in, in this kind of large group of people, we see Arlene, um, Kurt's oh, manager at the time. Was Alec. Who's, uh, yeah. Whose son, Ben, I believe? 
Yeah. Yeah, Ben. Yeah. So Ben was a big fan of, of Sykes. So she, remember Arlene, like sort of pointing the crowd and just going like, you, like like a Roman emperor, you, 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 you. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> she gave us access upstairs to get it. So we got upstairs to the inner chamber, the inner sanctum of the the cavernous um, uh, Wilton Theater. Yeah. And I think at that point, yeah, so we suddenly we're in the room with you and James. Yeah. And James talk. just accosted me, basically, mm-hmm. and was telling me, you know, you've got to come on the show and, and telling me all about it. And, and, and to be honest, you don't really think about because there's so many people there. Like my family were there, obviously. I mean, it's L.A. So as, as you were saying, you know, what guest lists in L.A. tend to be kind of huge because I live there. So I'm trying also to talk to other people while he's talking at me. Mm-hmm. As is his way, mm-hmm. and uh, <laughs> he wouldn't and, move. I'm sure. I'm sure he did not read the room at all. He was probably not. He was okay. just like, "Cool, yeah, all these people. Here. Yeah, I'm just going to keep talking until you say yes. Just, yeah, just yeah. back off. Yeah, just yeah, you can wait your turn. <laughs> um, so that was kind of it. And then in the end, of course, you know whether I said yes just to get rid of him. I'm <laughs> but let me ask you. you, you know, I mean, I've heard that you knew all of the show because I think. I think one of them, someone had said you had shout on your web, the shout bit on your website. Yeah, is this correct? Yeah, the, oh, yeah the, 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 the bit where James is doing his impersonation of Roland and Dulé is doing Michael Jackson in As the you. duets episode. Oh, right, that's right. Yeah, so I we already had that, so I knew obviously all about it, which was very amusing, by the way, that episode. And in the end, I, I think just meeting. The sort of minutiae of us, me finally doing it, I have no quite idea quite how that came together. But, you know, I was, I'm like, yeah, I'm into doing it. It'll be fun. And so then you get up to, um, you know, Vancouver, uh, where you're filming. And then suddenly you're around, because the psych people are like, they're like this one big family. It was hilarious. Um, hence the reason I've been back so many times now. <laughs> um, and, and we're all friends. You know, it's um, it was a, it's always a joy to do because uh, there's that. Thanks, Megan. Of, uh, Maggie, did you just hear Kurt Smith just said that we're friends? We're friends. We're <laughs> friends. <laughs> <laughs> he, he called us his friends, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> well, everyone, everyone, everyone in the cast now is a friend of mine. See, you know, I mean that that's what happens when you're up there with all the nights we spent out. You know, I don't want to get into the karaoke night. Yet, but we could get into that. At oh, some we're point. getting into that. <laughs> I just told my I told a friend of mine that story. Just that, yeah. um, it's the best. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. I don't know about you all, but I kind of always have a question about where I'm going in my life. Am I making the right decisions? Am I going in the right direction? Am I not going anywhere? Am I stuck? All those things. And I do think I do think therapy is a good tool in sort of helping us get to know ourselves and kind of set goals on where we want to go and at least try to keep moving in that direction and remove all those things that kind of stop us from doing that, even if they're just like mental. Sometimes in life, we're faced with tough decisions and the path forward isn't always clear. I also feel like we get that, like we can be paralyzed by indecision. Whether you're dealing with decisions around career relationships or anything else, therapy helps you stay connected to what you really want while you navigate life. So you can move forward with confidence and excitement. Trusting yourself to make decisions that align with your values is like anything. The more you practice it, the easier it gets. I'm a big believer in this. I believe when you really don't know which direction to go, it is helpful to enlist help. (laughs) That's what it's there for. And also it can't hurt, you know, 
So that's why I would say, like, if you're thinking of starting therapy, like, give BetterHelp a try. You know, you can always change. You can always shift and move. But why not? Why not enlist the help if it's there? BetterHelp is entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Let therapy be your map with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash pineapple today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash pineapple. Are you tired of your fridge looking like a barren wasteland every time you open it? Well, do we have a sizzling solution for you? Introducing ButcherBox, your new best friend in the world of mouth-watering meats. You're hosting a dinner party and your guests are craving some top-notch melt-in-your-mouth steaks. But wait, your local grocery store is all out of the good stuff. Panic sets in, what are you gonna do? Well, fear not. ButcherBox has your back. With ButcherBox, you can have high-quality, 100% grass-fed beef, free-range organic chicken, and heritage-breed pork delivered right to your doorstep. ButcherBox offers you peace of mind. You can easily find high-quality meat and seafood you can trust. And 100% grass-fed beef, free-range organic chicken, pork-raised, crate-free, and wild-caught seafood, humanely raised, no antibiotics, no hormones. This is so, so, so very important to me. And I know it is to all of you, too. And ButcherBox offers the ultimate convenience, delivered right to your door. It's delivered right to your door. Free shipping and curated to customize box plans. I think my favorite at the moment is this grilled Italian sausage with this herby, I love saying herby, (laughs) sauerkraut. It's really good. It's so good. It's incredible. And it's very fun for the summertime. And ButcherBox even has helpful recipes online for each meat that they send you. I love this too. It makes me cook more. ButcherBox is giving us a special deal. Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash pineapple and use code pineapple to get New York strips for a year plus 20% off your first order. That's butcherbox.com slash pineapple and use code pineapple to claim this deal. So doing the one show and Nesta was up there and uh, there were certain things I remember about it. One, there was a, a painting of supposedly of Nestor above the fireplace, but it just looked like John Stamos to me. Um, Which is referenced and, to the show in the episode. Yeah, exactly. And because uh, I said to James at the time, I'm like, it just looks like John Stamos to me. Um, <laughs> and what's funny, what's funny about the, uh, the Nestor thing was Wilder, my youngest, became friends with Nestor's son. So they're now friends. And then I was on a plane going, where was I going? Oh, to England recently. And there was um, a Canadian movie that Nestor was in, and he plays this um, policeman, uh, federal agent, a Canadian federal agent. It was a true story about a bank robber who robbed like 50 banks or something and got away with it because he was so charming. But now, uh, Nestor Carbonales, who we're talking about, who in yes. real life is so stupidly charming and dumbly, dumbly, dumbly handsome. The sweetest. Yeah. The sweetest. But the, the other. Not, yeah. But the other thing I said about Nestor, you know, when, when I met him, I was like, God, he looks like he's got eyeliner on all the time. You know, it just, because his right. eyes are just so piercing, but it looks like he has eyeliner. I was literally just about to say, and he looks like he has eyeliner on, but it's not. But it's not. And he it's mentions not. it in this movie. Shut up. He does in the movie. And I had to, I was like laughing out loud on the plane because he goes, he turns around, some guy accosted him in the bathroom and he goes, yes, I know I look like I've got eyeliner on. And, and it was in the movie. Oh my God, how funny. funny. 
Yeah. And I think the line uh, James says in the episode is, um, he's got the, the darkest eyelashes any man has ever had in the history of the world. <laughs> yeah. It's true. It's true. He's, he's great in the episode. But, so, um, but, but that, yeah. that started the, the um, let's abuse Kurt Smith sort of theme <laughs> of every episode of Psych I've been in in the movie. You, but know, you like um, it. <laughs> it. I find it amusing, yes. <laughs> We're fun to hang out with, but we can't be that fun to hang out with because we yeah. really do. We put you through it. We have. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, we need a ridiculous... Like who who could we bring in to do the most ridiculous out of nowhere random? Oh, Kurt! <laughs> Kurt. <laughs> I gotta ask um, for a boy from Bath. Have you ever done any acting before? Because God, you're so good in this. You are. No. Your your comedy is effortless. You're like no. crazy, crazy. Uh, have crazy comedic timing. No, I I never I've never acted before. Or since. <laughs> it's interesting because what you do is you just watch other people, you know. And what I watched, when I watched you, because I've never really been on the set of anyone filming before. That's and, insane to me. Uh, apart from, you know, music videos or, right. you know, that kind of thing. So I guess there's some acting involved in music video, but not really because you're singing. Um, but uh, the one thing I noticed immediately was just be fearless, you know, just... Mm. Just don't like think about it. Don't overthink about it. Just blurt the stuff out and uh, and don't be embarrassed. Um, and it, it, it was kind of like watching all of you acting and having kind of got to know you before watching you being filmed mm-hmm. and realizing you just effortlessly do it. You just do it like you're talking in normal everyday life. It's not like you drastically changed your personality, certainly for this anyway, you know, and that's, that's kind of what I tried to learn from and just go, you know, just, I mean, plus it helps. I'm playing myself. I mean, yourself there because just because you're playing yourself, that can also make it even more difficult, harder. almost harder. Yeah. Like, yeah, to, yeah. A little more credit because you're again, your comedic timing is so deadpan perfect. It's, um, Dare I say it's it's almost, it's even Python esque. Well, I mean, having bo- been brought up on Monty Python, of course, and 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 the fact that Psych as a show is is based on sarcasm, pretty much, which is <laughs> which is every bit of English humour. Um, so, yeah, sarcasm comes naturally because I'm British, and and that's where all our humour comes from. That and the toilet. you are british and brilliant you know everyone on the show makes you feel so comfortable so and i mean that down to the you know the the directors the cameraman or the people that all seem to be friends of yours also it wasn't like there was any separation between the cast and the crew Mm. everyone was just you know just seemed to get on so well so it wasn't like being filmed by someone strange or being intimidated i didn't feel intimidated that that yeah. would be the key thing. That's because we were all intimidated. <laughs> <laughs> we're like, <laughs> we were like, plus oh. to imitation to be, we couldn't pull possibly have the energy to do anything that would be intimidating because we were just trembling ourselves. And <laughs> like we were pinching ourselves that you were there, but it's, so it's funny because the episode started too. And I was like, Oh, that's right. The credits. Yeah. Right. You did so, so yeah. okay. 
All right. So we rope you in to coming up to Vancouver. Yeah. And then somehow also convinced you to do the opening credits and sing some of your songs and even other songs that are made up to like push the story along. Yes. Yeah, basically. Um, I mean, it was it was like half a song that I wrote. Um, it was I funny. can't remember it now. But and then also and then also it was like um I, and I I I'm presuming it was James that probably suggested it, um to re-record the theme song. Yeah. In a in in a fashion of nineteen eighties Tears for Fears, basically. So, uh, it's so, so I did that. It, it was actually fun to do. Yeah. And you just kept. You just said yes. You yeah. were like, yeah, I'm in. And why not? Yeah, you're what we would call a tremendous sport. Yeah. And then we were I mean, like, guess what? Guess what? Guess what? Your the other requirement is with coming up to Vancouver, you have to party with us. You have to come out with us. You have to play. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which, 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 as we know, which, as we know, involved a, a, a fair amount of drinking, if I seem to remember correctly, and and going to karaoke bars. Most of but, us um, don't remember, but I would say that's accurate. Yeah, <laughs> and I, I still tell the story myself, you know, in interviews to this day. When, you know, because people have asked in interviews, "Have you ever done karaoke?" And I'm like, funnily enough, once. I think this is the only time I've ever done karaoke, by the way. No. Uh, yeah. So we, I mean, for, for people watching this, by the way, I have to tell the story. You have this. to. So we all go out to, to this karaoke bar. And the biggest, you know, karaoke whore in the world is Tim Omlinson. <laughs> I mean, let's face it. <laughs> Accurate. Accurate. <laughs> and, and he was up there, you know, as, as, an, as the crooner that he is, was wonderful. So and then... You know, then then I'm getting egged on to go and you know do karaoke, and I'm like, well, it would be funny if I just went and did karaoke to one of my own songs, <laughs> and, and so we, we we picked everybody wants to rule the world, and I went and did karaoke to everybody wants to rule the world to this, you know, there was other people there, and I don't know whether you remember, but not one of them paid a blind bit of attention. Not none of them. One. What do you remember? There was an older Asian man in the very front, like. Sitting in a chair in the very front, just looking up at you, just in complete perplexity, because we were all behind you singing background and yeah. just enjoying and laughing our heads off. And he was just very confused, like, "Why are these people doing this?" <laughs> <laughs> and we were losing our minds. We're like, yeah. we're on stage with Kurt Smith right now, saying, "Everybody wants to rule the world." Those the people in that place must have thought we like. I I, I can't imagine they they had somebody had to pick up on something like like. I don't know, but I'm with no, no you. One no, did, one no one knew. No one no. knew. It was no, such it was. a moment. It was well, because I think they're all wrapped up in in what, what they were going to be singing and what they were going to be doing, you know. Um, and so it was just funny to go and do that, and, and not a soul in there knew who I was. So or, or cared. No one has this on video. No, I don't think anyone videoed it. I mean, we have the video of the the rap party, you know, yeah. at the end when I went yeah. and sang, everyone sang. But um, I don't think anyone had the karaoke. I feel like there's a photograph of it somewhere. There might be a photo. I don't yeah. know. I, I kind I'll of leave. love it. I kind of love that it just yeah. exists. Is this incredible? No, it exists. We're the ones that experienced it. No one the else. Memory. Which right. imagine, yeah. This would have been like the first of three or four times we've all sung with Kurt. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was, it was, it was down in LA. Yeah. The where? 
the caves. Yeah, and the caves that sort of a famous uh, West West LA guitar shop and small small stage venue. Did I come to that? I don't, uh, I don't think you were there. No, I think it was it was Kirsten and it was Tim and it was James. I think. Yeah, I, want to I, say. I, like I don't think you were in town. I don't think I, you were in town. But I remember the others for sure. Oh, I hate that I missed it. So, so um, when you come to the Hollywood Bowl, just let us know. Um, if just you like need backing us, singing, yeah, just 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 give us the like you know countdown or like the signal from the stage oh, yeah. when you're like, okay, guys, it's time. You know, it's time well, for you now. <laughs> I'm up, but it's going to take me a while to get up on stage. Yeah, yeah, it's I'll give you plenty of notes. Can I give you my push my wheelchair? Yeah, 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 we got you. We got you. It's fine, Kurt. He'll just let us know like the set list and like, you know, when we're required. Kurt's <laughs> <laughs> uh. no horrified. He said, yes, being in the bowl. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. I don't hope I'm not causing any anxiety. I really no. aren't going to ambush you. Yes, we are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, and then how many, even, even if I see you in the audience, it's going to put me off. I Because <laughs> I won't be able to stop laughing probably. But I'm going to hold up signs like, uh, you know, big, big, obnoxious signs, uh, psych related signs like pineapple. And you'll be like, oh man, I knew, I knew they were going to do something. <laughs> They're going to be here somewhere. They got to be here somewhere. If that we realized why we were in the very back row of the bowl. We're like, yeah. oh, right. Yes, I do get I do, I do get to pick where you get seats. <laughs> We're like, wow, we can't believe we got the pool circle. This is great. And then we get up there and they're like, weird. Yeah, your tickets were transferred to, you know, out of state. <laughs> You're not even welcome. <laughs> You're in the Hollywood Hills behind the bowl. Yeah. yeah. You can just go home and listen from your house. <laughs> exactly. Oh, this is too fun. I've like literally I'm I cannot cannot wait to see you and cannot wait to see you in person. The amount hey. that we all love you, Kurt. So when I got to see you in San Diego, I think a year ago, and yeah, recorded um many of our favorites and then immediately got home to my hotel and sent all those clips of video to uh our on our psych family thread. And everyone was, was very like Do you remember t- Tim? Did you come to the Vegas show? We did what's it, Henderson? Do you remember the Henderson uh, show? Yeah, it was. Yeah, I God, do. that was fun. It was like I have pictures of us afterwards. I yeah. know I didn't make that show. We rented a limo. I remember yeah. because there were so many of us, and we got in the limo and and drove out to Henderson to see the thing. Oh my God, it was so fun. So I didn't get to go to the caves. I didn't get to go to Vegas. So we're even. Yeah. We're all yeah. gonna, but we're all gonna go to the Hollywood Bowl. Whether yeah. Kurt likes it or not. Exactly. Well, you, well, you know, you. you know, you don't have to tell me because you know the person who deals with the guest list is not me. Right? Francis is the person everyone has to talk to. <laughs> I can turn Francis. I got Francis. I got Francis. Oh, no, you got yeah. You can. I'll do, I got Francis. Yeah. Yeah. Who I saw last year actually. Yeah. At, well, um, at that that level party when I saw you afterwards. Yes, you came up the yeah. hill. I was the chauffeur. Yes, I was you picking her up. And that was like a not easy out. place to to. It was like I remember. Wasn't there like a weird? I don't know. I like the Ubers couldn't find it or something. And for just a second, were I, we, did we, were we asked, did you walked? No, I, no, I drove. I oh, went to pick, even though it was near my house, I drove to pick her up. Somebody was offering to take us. Uh, why did I think it was you? Cause we weren't getting a signal or something to get our Uber. Oh no, I think we did. I think Francis walked back up with us to help us get right. a signal from the house anyway. But yeah, I got to see her last year. So, okay, here's the deal. I'll call Francis. 
Exactly. We'll get everything handled and we'll keep it from you so that you don't, you don't even know where we are. <laughs> so you have no anxiety yeah. on the night of the show. Are you ready to elevate your nail game to new heights? Well, look no further than Olive in June, the ultimate destination for all your nail care needs. Get ready to immerse yourself in a world of exquisite colors, luxurious treatments, and effortless style. Nail the perfect manicure with Olive and June. Whether you're seeking a bold statement or a subtle sophistication, Olive and June has the perfect shade to match your personality and mood. Olive and June offers a range of high-quality, nourishing nail products that promote strong, beautiful nails, from cuticle serums to hydrating treatments. Our expertly formulated products will leave your nails looking and feeling their best. Olive and June has everything you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. You can customize it with your choice of six polishes that doesn't, they don't chip, and they last for seven days or more. That means your manicure box breaks down to just $2 a manicure. Did you hear that? Also, you all know I am a sucker for cute packaging. Their little packaging, the little boxes they come in, it's the cutest little thing. It just kind of makes you want to use it even more. And it comes with their award-winning cuticle serum and acetone-free remover pot, which works really, really, really well. What I love about Olive and June is their amazing color options. I could spend hours looking at the color options at their site. I love, 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 love them. Elevate your nail care routine to a whole new level of elegance and style. Visit oliveandjune.com slash pineapple for 20% off your first Manny system. That's olive, O-L-I-V-E-A-N-D-J-U-N-E, oliveandjune.com slash pineapple. P-I-N-E-A-P-P-L-E for 20% off your first Manny system. And I just want to say, I'm a real customer of theirs. I discovered them during the pandemic. I wasn't getting my nails done. And so I was looking for like at home, you know, nail kits. And I'm I'm still in love. Like I'm still in love and I'm so happy now they're a part of this. They're a part of sponsoring the podcast. It's It's wonderful. So we roped you into coming up to Vancouver. We got you to sing the theme song and okay. I, how was this pitched to you? <laughs> like, how was it pitched to you? Like you're going to come up and sing a couple of songs. Um, yeah. Well, the whole thing is I'm effectively being paid an inordinate amount of money really to be held captive by, by, the, bil- <laughs> by the billionaire, by the billionaire who was, you know, played by Nesta, um, Carbonell. And, uh, so I'm just there playing whatever he tells me to play because yeah. he's paying me so much money. But then and Clue and... Clue, yeah. Clue and then um, Nightmare on... Um, right. Street Street, I believe. Yeah. Um, was zombie after 17 yeah. hours of makeup. Well, so so the first one was I was was helped, held captive effectively, you know, even though I was being paid a lot of money. Um the second one was was clue was the clue the second one or yeah i think it was um where i got shot and mauled by a panther (laughs) (laughs) so at the end of it you don't know whether i'm dead or not because the ambulance takes me off i think is the last shot yes um uh and then you know as if being shot and mauled by a panther is not bad enough then you turn me into a zombie And then we bring you back yet again. <laughs> to be a zombie. To be a zombie, but but we also brought you back. Oh, for the, yes. For the for the festivities in uh Psych 3. Exactly. Yeah. It, yeah. You just like I how, what is the next what is the next version of this gonna look like? Um who knows? You know, I when know. when when the next well, 
the powers that be when they when they greenlight the next psych movie. Yeah, I'm nice. sure. I'm sure I will be told how you will embarrass me next time. Yay! Oh, I can't <laughs> wait because we, we got to top. Every time has to top the last. Yeah, as, as you're reading the you're the script, you're like, um, James, this scene where I'm disemboweled. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, bad enough getting me to to be George Michael effectively in the video of the last movie. <laughs> oh my god, I completely even forgot about that too. This is crazy. Oh my god. Uh, the no, last no, Christmas like three. Pastiche. That was like three. Yeah, that yeah. was the last one. Yeah. Oh my god, we did we've just done and that song too. Oh my god, what are we going to do with you? Yeah. And, and 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 James was there on like remote, you know, because I did it in LA because yeah. it was all COVID at that point in time. So I had to do it remotely from LA. And he was, you know, no, you've got to like make love to the rope. You've got to do that George Michael thing. <laughs> really? Do I though? Yes. And also I think there's just a little bit knowing that you'll, because here's the thing, if you weren't so brilliant and so good at it, like, honestly, if you didn't pull it off always, like we wouldn't, keep asking you to do it like you're it's crazy i mean tim's right like you have this kind of like you have a knack for for comedy and also just being pushed into the weirdest things and somehow making them believable and as over the top as they are just like absolutely funny and not like like real like i don't know how you it's a it's well, a i mean like i say the only the only skill involved is to not be embarrassed by it you know, right. Uh, I mean, if I'd stopped to think about it for a second, <laughs> I'd be like, you know, I mean, when James told me the idea of, of this little wham pastiche and the hom and, and all, I was like, really, really. Um, uh, although I think the, the the pronunciation of it was was my idea actually. I I, I, oh, I, contrib okay. I, I contributed that one idea. Oh my god. That's um, so good. And then uh yeah, and then for the video you just I don't know, be as ridiculous as you can, I guess. I mean, I think that is, you know, if you know, if if you watch Psych, it really is a lesson in just be as ridiculous as you can. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of it. Yeah, know. it's true. And imagine struck by uh, Kurt said, echoed something that uh, the great Carl Weathers just said in the uh, couple episodes ago, which was uh, about getting to set and just observing and watching what the other people are doing. Yeah, yeah, and then you and then you're like, well, okay, I see that they're completely comfortable making fools of themselves. So why should I feel bad about it myself? Jackass, jackass. Yeah, it's like you know, it's not like I'm the only one making a fool of myself. <laughs> Definitely not. You're like, oh, in fact, I they, they might make me look really good, even if I am making a fool of myself. No one's gonna. In half a day, he's ordering his own Berman's nuts. <laughs> Oh, we, I love that we always bring it back to Berman's nuts. How could you not? I don't know. We can't not. Berman's nuts. Berman's nuts are very important. They're very important. Satisfying beyond special. all reason. Here we go. <laughs> and they're off and running. It's a perfectly balanced, you know, uh, snack uh, between salt and sweet. It, it has it has a yin and yang quality, if I may oh, say. Oh, <laughs> that's a whole other level you just brought. That is a whole other level. 
<laughs> to Berman's nuts. Yeah, I think you might know them better than uh, than anyone. So yeah, I would say. <laughs> We need to we need to touch on the uh, one of the greatest moments. If I dare speak for you, I think again, greatest moments of our life was uh, the rap party and getting to sing um, with Kurt on stage. Yeah, the I, rap party was fun. It was magic. There's like fun, and then there was like every to think of like how psych could yeah. go out. Like we couldn't have scripted it any. You like, we couldn't have even have written that. Like come up with that. Like it just was so. Uh, beautiful, and and you brought you brought it all you brought it all together. And that the was the last time. That was the last time I've been by Full of emotion for all of us wow. at being at that party, and literally, I was crying during my song. But um, yeah. then to have that paired with the joy that we all experienced, thanks to Kurt. Oh my God! Yeah, and the psych band and the psych band. Yeah, everybody. I mean, that's yeah. what I mean. We, we forgot about us. Uh, um, Con. Comic oh my Con. God! Oh God! Comic-Con. Yes, I forgot about Comic Con. Yeah. So did I. Oh. Oh my God! You've oh, there's more. You in? You are part of the family. More and more and more. Like I. No, and uh, but then I was asked about Comic Con because I didn't know what really what Comic Con was. Yeah. You know, I mean, I'd heard of it, and I'm like, well, this is, and I, you know, obviously, uh, all I've seen are kind of like sci-fi things. That's what I think it is, and and so. Um, you know, they told me it's, you know, announcing the new series of Psych and you go and sing Shout and have, you know, Delay and James come on and sing with you. And I figured I'm going to be there in front of 50 people. It was packed. The place was packed. It was huge. Yeah. Sorry to sorry to have uh, <laughs> misled you. <laughs> that it was yeah, it's just, that's just me with an acoustic guitar. You know? Yeah. It was really I, cool. I had a dinner with Harlene in Vegas of year ago or so and she told the story of roping into comic-con and i think the taping off the the stage and an area and you're like why is the stage so big <laughs> yeah i know <laughs> i was like why is everything so big i thought we were going to be in sort of a smaller room somewhere or something and it'd be more like a press conference <laughs> <laughs> as a as opposed to an actual concert hall oh my god this was the largest it. room they have at comic-con for us and filled yeah Films. I just told yep. that story because, you know, we never, we didn't know, we were in our little bubble up in Vancouver and didn't know, you know, how our show, we knew we were getting another season and it was doing all right, but we didn't know like the fan base or anything yet. And social media wasn't what it is now. And so uh, we, when we got asked the first time to come to Comic-Con, I think you came to maybe the second, um, maybe the second yeah. time we went or third. Yeah, yeah. It was our second. It was our second because we we didn't get asked we, we didn't get asked for a few years so I I think we were in season three even when we went the first time or four and and we were the same we were like they were like oh you're gonna be in ballroom something which is like their big big ballroom and I remember all of us kind of being like is this gonna be embarrassing that like we're in this five thousand seater it's a five thousand yeah. seat room and we're like well do they like I we were prepared for you know. Uh, a good, a good solid group, but nothing like that. So we were like, hey, let's just, you know, don't get our hopes up. We got it. And we got, we, I remember being backstage before we went up on, uh, to our panel and hearing the crowd. And I think they said it was sold out or standing room only or something. And we, that was the very first time that we had the, any kind of Intel into the psych. The cult, the, the cult, cult following. Psych, yeah. yeah. 
and it, it was, it was a game changer for us because I remember being like, I don't know. It just maybe felt like we had a connect. You feel when you get to have that kind of interaction, it's like a connection. And then suddenly you have like a little bit of a like responsibility, like you want to deliver and you want to, you know, it was like, yeah. wow, we have a, an actual real dedicated and awesome fan base. Like, so it, it was very, um, uh, motivating, I think going forward to like really deliver. And then, and then each Comic-Con after that had to be topped by the last, it was like, just it like was getting our, our, our Sally field at the Oscars. You like us. You, you, you like me. You really like, you really me. like me. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah we had, yes. You, as you were saying, we had to top it from there. Yeah. Right. Possibly other than get like the rock star and our, our dear psych family member, Kurt Smith. Please, 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 Kurt, please come play open for us. And you did. I did. Yeah. You and did. it was fine. It was fun. You, yeah. just, was you just always say yes. It's the best. We have, okay. We have fan questions for you. If you are, uh, are you up for some fan uh, questions? Of course. Okay. Ready. Oh, this has to be true. There have to be. Were there any Kurt outtakes? Do we have psych out? Did you do a psych out? You had to have. We had to have roped you. That must have been. No, that was, oh, that was, um, I think there were outtakes of the sort of me pretending to be drunk at the end of the first one I was in. I think there were outtakes of that when I was getting. to be drunk. He's he's a uh, You know, having to sing it. It Wasn't there a wedding or what? I think. uh, Yes, at the end. Yeah. 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 And, and, you know, homie doesn't do weddings, but. Uh, <laughs> I was forced to at that point in time. Um, we got to find that, Tim. Uh, we should go on a search. And if we don't find it, the psychos will find it. So psychos, uh, uh, we go. We need to find these outtakes. I know you all can find them. You have your ways. So and Sean yeah. 2.0. Uh, Sean 2.0, yeah. What was it like singing the theme song? Oh, that was kind of easy. That was, yeah. that was fun. Um did you go to a studio? Sorry. Or did you have your own yeah, studio? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I went to a studio to do it. Um, yeah. It, it was It was good. I mean, because I'm kind of doing a pastiche of myself effectively from 20 years ago, um, it was sort of fun to, because I knew the instruments we used and everything else. So it, it, it wasn't particularly hard to do it and was quite fun to kind of go back and record in that fashion. And I must say one of the few times that, I didn't s- click the button of skip skip the intro. Because <laughs> normally it's like I know the I know it so well. So this time I was like, wait a second, that's Kurt. I I'm listening to this. I gotta I guess savor this all in. And the end as well. I I actually listened to the beginning, the opening twice. Yeah, I was like, this is really cool, Kurt. Would you be in a psych musical? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Although I might be outshone by your fellow presenter here, Mr. Robinson, because, <laughs> you know, he is, he is, he, he is the epitome of the musicale. Can I tell you something <laughs> that you'll love? So we've been doing a, we've done a couple of live podcasts now. And at the last one we did, it was in um, Detroit. Right before we went out, Tim was like, we were doing Psych the Musical, like a special thing for the the live show. And Tim was like, I think I might, I think I might sing again he hadn't sang like he hasn't since you know since karaoke since karaoke since the thing that happened in my brain that was in all the papers oh it was in all the papers yeah you didn't you get the newsletter no i didn't get the newsletter oh right oh i think i know what you're talking about six years ago what no i totally did oh i would never know 
worst thing was I was on tour at the time. But still managed oh. to come and visit me in the hospital when you got back. Yeah. Oh. In my, on my break, on my break, I came up and I had a couple of days off, actually, I think it was. Oh, uh, but, I'd, but I'd spoken to Alison while I was away on tour. Yeah. Well, you should know that uh, Tim, on his own, like, I didn't even, I didn't, we didn't rehearse, we didn't talk about this, we didn't discuss it, nothing. He was like, I think I can sing the opening from the musical. And then there was like a moment where he was like, I don't, I don't know. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm not. And it was like, no, no, you, oh, are. you are. Oh, you are. And, and he did. And it was so good. And did I also happen to have a bourbon with me on stage? I yes, mean, I a and little liquid courage never hurt anybody. But from the second you had the spark of the idea, it was like, there was no way anyone was letting you walk off that stage and not sing again. And so anyway, now he's, and Tim, like it, it, it was such a magical moment. Anyway, we we got to get you on stage all the time. Well, and, inspire me to get my chops back. Yeah, yeah. So the good news is you have a little time before August second to really get your your voice right for the Tears for Fear show. So um, let's let's well, go. Be background. I just I can really pull off the mic and just. Yeah, yeah. Let's we'll, we'll rehearse. It's all good. I'll we'll I'll come over and we'll. Uh, um, Anyway, so I had to share that with you, Kirk, because it was a really magical moment, and I, I really imagine. appreciate it. And he was absolutely incredible. And it's You're the first, very kind. the first of many. Okay, what character from the show? This is your last question. What character from the show do you relate to the most? <laughs> relate to? Funny. Well, I mean, well, the one I relate to the most clearly is me. But um, well, uh, I mean, I think that's <laughs> obvious, right? Because you play yourself. <laughs> I mean, I play myself in the show. You know, perfect. But, uh, yeah. I love this answer. Because uh, is... I can't really relate to Steve, you know, Steve Valentine, Valentine when his rock star, because I'm not really, you know, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not that. I forgot about that. I forgot about yeah. that. Include, right, 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 right. No, yeah. I think, uh, so I think we have our answer, right? Kurt Smith mostly relates to Kurt Smith. To Kurt Smith, exactly. <laughs> got it. <laughs> we got it. Okay, good. Psycho. Kurt Smith will be playing the part of Kurt Smith. Oh, thank goodness. Yeah, no understudies tonight, kids. Yeah. Anything else you want to share or whatever? I mean, we'll talk to you all day, but I also... Actually, you... actually, yeah. I think that the... I remember it was funny. I think I took a picture of it. I bet you I still have it. Because didn't don't the scripts, they have your name on and your character's name. <laughs> um, and, and mine actually had that. I mean, I, I'm just hilarious. I sent a picture to my wife. Because it said Kurt Smith part. Kurt Smith. <laughs> <laughs> I like that we took the time to, to oh, do yeah. that. You know? In the yeah. list of characters. It's like, so if this was back to do when they were doing breaks, break times, would have been looking for a Kurt Smith type. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> looking for a Kurt Smith type, right. Ah, uh, that's good. That's good stuff. I had the um, pain of going through that makeup for the, for the, for the, the zombie episode, The Nightmare on uh, State, State Street, Street was, because um, that was like three, two hours, two and a half hours in LA. I had to have that mold made. And it took, I think it's like an hour to put it on when I got to Vancouver. Right. Because you have to sit there while the mold Cast, like solidifies on the cars on you. Yeah. Could you, could you, what do they do? They just do the little like. The breathing split. through a straw or whatever. Basically. It was, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Again, he, you're just in, you're, you're in and you're up for it always. <laughs> yeah. As, as my wife likes to say, you're either in it or you're in the way. Huh. I well like that, said. actually. I really, I actually love that. That can be applied to many, many things. 
Yeah. You heard it here first, psychos. Francis says you're in it. You're either right? in it, in it, or, or you're in the way. There it is. There it is. I don't know that we can we could end on a better note than that. It is Except the epitome of our show. Exactly. Yeah. When are you coming back to the podcast again? <laughs> <laughs> Whenever you'd like me to. Okay. You know, good. You, you know, for you, you people, I wouldn't do anything. So. This no. is good. Well, I'm going to use within. It. Well, I, I was about to say within reason that that I think that went out the window That's a long time ago. <laughs> no, there's it's like there's no. one request. I still want to write in that triumph of yours. If we still have it. Oh, I still have it. I've had that since I was 21. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. So I've never seen it since you, since you uh, refurbished it, and I want to ride, please. Yeah. That's cool. I, but then I will take you up on that. I will come and get you, get you in the front of that thing, and we'll drive around LA and we'll drive around the wonderful San Fernando Valley for a bit. Perfect. And I think. Uh, come over to Hollywood and see Holland me. in your Triumph, in your convertible Triumph with you would be pretty uh, spectacular. Yeah, it was the first car I bought with with my first record, like the signing of our first record deal, and so I've kept it ever since. Come pick me up. My okay. Thank you so much for doing this. And you are very welcome, and it's so wonderful story. to see you both. You too. And we're gonna bug you to come back because you can't say no to us ever. So I'm just gonna yeah. try to think of things that we can like ask you to do going forward, and you won't be able to say no to us. So. No, and thank you for becoming such a full-fledged, full-throated part of our psych family. We love you incredibly, immensely. Yeah. And dear psychos, fear not, you're going to get a bonus episode of this one where we really get into the nuts and bolts of the synopsis coming up. Yeah, we'll do the synopsis next week, but this needed to be just about you, Kurtzman. Because, <laughs> you know, who doesn't love something all about me? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this episode was so good. I told you all, wasn't this like so great. I love it. I'm still smiling ear to ear from speaking with Kurt. Could not stop smiling. And next week, we will do our typical breakdown of the episode. So don't you fret. That synopsis is coming and we'll stay on track. As always, don't forget to follow us on our Instagram at the psychologist are in and our Twitter at psychologist pod. Plus check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash psychologist are in for full video episodes of the pod and ad free apps. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.